Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Pop Culture University podcast, where we're talking about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. What life lessons can we get from these celebrities showcasing their lives for us and us just be able to watch from the safety of our couches on our iPhones. I am your host, Patty Eminger. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture from Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube. If it's your first time here, thank you so much for joining. Take a seat wherever you would like in the classroom. And if it is not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. I love you. I stand you. You're the best. Unfortunately, spring break is over. It is so sad. I can't come back to reality yet. Uh, I don't know if you listened to the last podcast, but I was in Tampa this whole week, living it up in Florida. I visited my friend and fellow TikToker, Adam the Flop, and I had the literal best time of my life it was like the best trip the most fun i've ever had on a vacation it was just such a great time we recorded an episode of a podcast for his that'll be out next week so you guys should definitely tune into that um we went to so many beaches um we laid out we blacked out we went to this one club where we saw miss vanjie first of all the most like iconic meme queen from rupaul's drag race but in this club the drinks were like suspiciously strong i've never had quite an experience with alcohol in my life where i didn't drink enough to black out like when you drink you know when you're feeling really drunk you're gonna black out i wasn't feeling like that but the next day me and adam were both like forgetting chunks of the night so like we kind of blacked out without realizing it and now looking back on it maybe the florida men got us if you know what i'm saying like the florida men are always in the news for doing some crazy illegal psychotic shit so that just wasn't a normal experience with alcohol with me but luckily we were safe but um definitely gonna be weary of drinks at clubs from now on because that was such a weird experience but anyway we really did meet a lot of great people at the clubs and i made like lifelong friends in those like four days i was there so no regrets shout out to adam for hosting me uh what did you guys do let me know in your dms i hope you had a great break even if you just stayed at home and chilled that is so much fun too as long as you like relax recharged ate some good food maybe laid out then it's all worth it. I'm sorry that you're back at work now. Um, but yeah, let's get back to work on this podcast. Spilling the tea, getting back into it, peeking our nose into what's going on. So the topics today are some pretty like juicy, kind of sad and like evil ones, kind of. Like there's some major beef going on. So first we're going to talk about Drake and Josh. Kind of a pairing you haven't heard in a while, but they got into a massive fight the night of Josh Peck's wedding that Josh just opened up about and they're massive confrontation that happened and if they've kept in touch for the last 10 years since the show ended it's like a really heartbreaking story of our childhood that might ruin your childhood uh so beware then we're gonna talk about sean saying that he misses camila after their breakup and you know his needy sean mendez shit then we're gonna do a little kim and pete update and then we're gonna talk about how kanye west after all of his actions that we've been talking about these last few weeks how they're coming back to bite him in some major ways even more than just his relationship with him getting banned from many things like the grammys and instagram so let's get into it if you have not yet please rate this podcast five star on spotify it helps me so much you can do it on apple Podcasts, leave a review and if you want you could post a screenshot of you listening to it on your instagram story and tag me in it to help push this forward we don't have big companies pushing the podcast forward so it help so much if you can just do that really quick i always respond to people who do that um and yeah let's get into it welcome to pop culture university take your seats 
steady upgraded, lol, did you really? But I just turned Mr. Panic in hey, the original. All these diamonds, different color, color, color. I'm the leader, bitches, follow, follow, follow. I created this shit, pala, tala, tala. Grab his mic and sing it. La, 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 la. Uh, push it, push it, click, click. Yeah, pop up on the app, watch it, blick, blick. There will be no more hugging for these brothers as <laughs> Josh Peck and Drake Bell have had probably one of the most horrible falling outs of any teen Nick co-stars ever had. And there's been some pretty bad ones like Sam and Cat, Amanda Bynes and everyone she's worked with. And this one is really, really bad. And we kind of got an inkling of it before because there was like reports when Josh Peck got married last year that Drake wasn't invited. But people kind of played it off as like, oh, he probably just won a small wedding and everything like that. But it was not like that. And Drake was absolutely livid that he was not invited to Josh's wedding. Josh Peck went on the BFFs podcast and they were playing a game where he, they wanted him to give his first reaction to a photo of a celebrity when he saw them you know just one word but when they showed a picture of drake bell he had more than just one word to say about him he opened up about the whole story wanting to set the record straight about what happened the night of his wedding yes his wedding night involves drake bell so he explained that while his wedding was kind of small he did invite everyone he wanted to he didn't you know make any cuts and anyone he wanted was there was there so drake was just not invited this left the question why you know they're drake and josh their names are like cemented in pop culture history together they're they'll be tied together forever they're brothers why wasn't he invited and he revealed that first of all they just weren't really close after the show ended and really not even while the show was going on i know i know right that's very heartbreaking um it's like when you find out that like santa claus is real or like your parents don't love each other anymore it's really sad (laughs) um childhood's kind of ruined but he said even when they were filming the show they weren't really that close because they're just such two different people which is kind of like what the show is about like two different boys who are like stepbrothers like coming together uh and making like an odd friendship but they couldn't like achieve that in real life so once the show ended they just kind of like fell out and i guess at some people's wedding even if they fall out with someone they still want to invite them after all these years just to see them again like when paris hilton got married she's still invited um kim kardashian to the wedding even though they weren't really close and like nicole richie just because years and years and years ago they shared such a like you know, they're such big friends and shared so much of like life together. So they kind of had a reunion at the wedding, but Josh didn't want that. And that pissed Drake off. The night of Josh Peck's wedding, yes, his wedding night, when he was busy, and I guess Drake found out he wasn't invited that day when he saw the pictures of the wedding. Drake got on the phone and called Josh Peck's new wife the night of their wedding and yelled at her and Josh. He called him on the night of his wedding. First of all, whoa take it easy man second of all selfish why are you ruining his night why are you making someone else's wedding night about you not being invited how about you wait a week a month or something and talk it out in private why are you yelling at someone on their wedding night making it about you and why are you even surprised like y'all aren't even friends anymore and he knew that like you're really gonna ruin the mood of his wedding night that's not the kind of heat and tension you want on your wedding night if you know what i mean narcissist behavior narcissist behavior so drake called them up on their wedding night yelling at them accusing them of being like bad people like he should have been invited how could they do this to him and apparently they got into a literal yelling match after not talking for years and years and years and at some point it finally ended they hung up i hope they you know continued on with their night but how are you supposed to be in this like happy state at this huge high which is like your wedding like the best day of your life when you just got in 
like a screaming match with a guy you haven't talked to for a decade on the phone. He totally ruined their wedding night. And Drake was not entitled to the invite. And he wasn't invited for a reason. If he was that upset, maybe he should have put in the effort to keep their friendship going over all the years. Maybe he should have stayed in touch and stopped touching young girls. Because I don't know if you guys know, but Drake Bell, ever since his career with uh, that kind of ended with Drake and Josh, he's had multiple charges for uh, hooking up with a girl that was younger than 18. I believe she was 16. I remember making a TikTok about it. They were like chatting for a really long time on the internet and then they met up one night at a club and she just felt like she didn't want to do it anymore and he was like really aggressive to her. And yeah, Drake went down a bad path after, so that's probably why they didn't talk after and they weren't friends. And it's not like we would, like as, as a fan base, would you guys even care if they weren't friends anymore? Like I don't think we would have died if they weren't friends. But they kept it this huge secret that they barely even spoke. They would do like awkward like reunions where like, you know, they haven't seen each other for a while. Like I wouldn't even have even been that upset. They kind of didn't even seem compatible on the show. It's just that they thought we would be upset, I guess. Also, Drake is just problematic as fuck. So I think Josh should have been like, hey guys, we're not friends anymore a long time ago. And it probably wouldn't have been a bad thing for Josh. It'd probably be a good thing for him and make him look good. Anyway, it didn't end there. They had one more altercation where Josh just felt so disrespected that drake would do that on his on his wedding night as if he had any right and he ruined his wife's big day like girls wait for their wedding day their whole lives it's their like their magical day and they want it to go great and they don't expect your a husband's past co-star to ruin it this sounds like a bad episode of drake and josh do you know what i'm saying where like drake like ruins the episode like if they did like a reboot like they did with iCarly like that that's where drake and josh would be in life right now Um, But it didn't end there. So they actually ran into each other in public afterwards, a rare encounter, and they were at the VMAs. And Josh went up to Drake. And I'll let you, I'll let Josh tell you what he did. I was at the Video Music Awards and I see him there and he sees me. And I go up to him like, and this might be the most Sopranos thing I've ever done. And I look at him and I go, go apologize to my wife right now. And he goes, okay. (laughs) <laughs> and he like made a beeline for my wife and I see him do like this whole five minute performance of an apology. And it was like, I was like, go apologize to my wife or something bad's going to happen. Wow. Like, yeah, that's kind of fierce. Good for Josh. Um, I like how he stood his ground and he made himself feel better. His wife feel better. And I just like that he gave it to Drake and that's exactly what he deserved. But yeah, this all could have been avoided if Drake was maybe just a good friend and didn't go down a horrible path. Like my friend, like I, I kind of went through a similar experience. My friend is um, that I've known for 18 years. and I'm 22. Like we were each other's like first friends. Like we grew up together. Like we haven't really spoken in the last few years and she just got engaged. I know that's so young. Like she's only 21. But um, like I guess that's kind of my fault. And while I'm not going to call her on her wedding night or be like visibly upset, I was like, damn, like I know we haven't stayed in touch in the last like two or three years, but... I thought we'd be friends forever just on the principle of like our previous relationship. But I guess I didn't do my part in keeping up enough in touch. So, but I mean, I guess she didn't either, but yeah, that's not how you react to situations like this. So what can we learn? Keep in touch with meaningful relationships of yours. They're worth fighting for and working for your friendships are very worth it. Even if you're moved on or in a new place, you should always stay in touch with someone that you thought that was special and you had that connection with and don't be afraid to reach out. They probably want to and are nervous then the worst that can happen is that they don't respond, but can also be amazing to reconnect.
Before Sean Mendez wishes he could call Camila Cabello Senorita again, as he shared a video online talking about how single life was not all that he thought it would be. When you're like breaking up with someone, you're like think it's the right thing. It's like you don't realize all the shit that comes after it. Like which is like, who do I call when I'm like in a panic attack? Who do I call when I'm like fucking on the edge? Like you know, and like I think that's the reality that kind of hit me. Is like, oh, this I'm on my own now. I'm now I feel like finally like i'm actually on my own and, and, I, and i hate that you know that's my reality you know that was like the most sean mendez video i've ever heard in my life that's exactly what you would expect from the needy little bottom that sean mendez is he's you know sharing his feelings regretting breaking up with camila talks about struggles of finding himself and being lonely and feeling like he's on his own but to me like choosing to break up with someone that you've been for with so long I'm surprised he didn't even think about that before he decided to break up with the Camila because he was the one who initiated the breakup. I'm someone who would think so long and hard about making a decision like that because one, I probably still love them at least a bit. Sean probably did too. And two, obviously once you're single, that's what life is going to be like. So, well, maybe your relationship isn't the most exciting and rainbows and crazy do you really want to break up with them? I can't believe he didn't think of that. Maybe he realized the breakup was premature because apparently Camila was very, very, very upset by it and didn't necessarily expect it. Um, and now maybe he's finding himself on the other side, realizing maybe he didn't appreciate appreciate her when he had her and is missing her presence in his life. I feel like a lot of men do this. Like they initially want their freedom and they don't really think it through that much. And then it takes them a long time to realize like what they've actually done and uh, how they let go of a woman that was actually like really good for them and held them down and was there for them and was down for them and there to hold them at night and stroke their fragile egos and stroke you know what else but so I don't really feel bad for him it's hard for me to feel bad for him in a situation like this he's trying to sound so like almost like manipulative and needy Sean Mendes I just don't care I feel like you should have made a better decision if you broke up with her and now you're gonna do like some Kanye shit and post it online and be like oh I'm so lonely like this is so hard like I know he didn't say I want Camila back but at the same time it's like why are you even posting that because Camila we like we know she's feeling all the same feelings but Camila out here is making this like I'm independent I'm hurting right now but i'm still like a, a boss bitch woman i still have all these friends i'm gonna work on myself and accept that that's just life and try to move forward in her song bam bam and then sean the one who broke up with her is releasing like this emotional ballad it'll be okay talking about like are we gonna make it is this gonna hurt so it seems like the breakup's harder for him even though he's the one who initiated it but this is also on brand for sean menace he's so dramatic but it's low-key what he deserves. Like, he broke up with one of the baddest bitches in the game, and now he's going to be all manipulative out here. I just don't like it. Maybe he's realizing this hookup scene isn't all that it turned out to be, and he should have held on, but I know Camila isn't looking back. She's done. She's moved on. I like how both their singles are in, like, totally different states. Sean, like, broke in and, like, left feeling lonely, and Camila's like, I'm sad, but I'm going to party and, like, go find myself and, like, have a good time. Like, he broke up with me bye you should have appreciated me both of the songs are very representative of them as people and bam bam is gonna outsell him uh i can imagine sean calling camilla, camilla in the middle of the night and leaving a message like hey hey bb i'm so lonely right now i miss you and the dog i'm thinking of you bb please call me back i miss you and i love you but yeah he's dealing with that post breakup loneliness i feel like he's the type of person that would rather like just be in a relationship than be lonely so sean you're just gonna have to like learn how to get through this being lonely is kind of like 
a part of life that we all have to go through. So not to be problematic, but I think you can like man up and just deal with being lonely. Sean Camila took the dog too, though. Yeah. I was about to say he has a dog, but he doesn't, he was really sad about Camila taking the dog too, like depressed, like wanted to work out a custody arrangement. He is like Kanye. Oh my God. Anyway, maybe he can learn from Camila. I think this will be good for him learning how to be alone. Um, it's better to like be alone than be with someone that you don't really want to be with. So maybe Sean Mendes was right in this. And I, and I do see his side. He's kind of just expressing, uh, you know, just his current feelings. So Sean, I do have a bit of sympathy for you, but what can we learn from this? When you have feelings of maybe wanting to break up with someone over something temporary or disconcerting like boredom or wanting something more exciting, really evaluate if it'll be worth it. And if you want to make that decision because if you have someone who's down for you evaluate what you're giving up not every relationship has to be fireworks and explosions every second of the day you need to make sure that you're appreciating what you have before you consider leaving if you've got someone to love and you've almost given up hold them tight despite the way they make you sad I wish I would have known we didn't have it so bad mm-hmm. I wish I would have known I didn't have it so bad Before we continue the show, I want to talk a little bit about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit to other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to find things that just work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique, and what works for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goal at a pace that is comfortable. Noom makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons, one-on-one coaching, and cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of uh, Noom weight users finished the program and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for more than a year which is nuts, you guys. You guys should definitely get on this. Um, Having this help on a weight loss journey would make all the difference and maybe actually get you to take those final steps this time. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash believe. Again, that is noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. Kanye West is getting banned from everything these days. The Grammys, Instagram, Chicago's third birthday party kim's house the pharmacy to get his medication and now it may be coachella so kanye west has been banned from performing at the grammys due to his quotes concerning online behavior uh, a rep for the grammys said which was a little shocking to be honest because first of all kanye is up for five awards this year including album of the year that he was actually very confident that he could win with donda this year 
So this definitely is going to bar his chances of winning. I don't I don't really think he's going to win now. He's not going to be there to accept it. And that's kind of how the Grammys work. But I, I don't know. I mean, that leaves the gate wide open for Olivia Rodrigo or Lona Zax. If Taylor Swift wins this year, she won't have to worry about him interrupting her speech. I guess this isn't too surprising, though, because the Grammys are very stingy with who they let perform and uh, are not afraid to blacklist people from going if they maybe make them look bad or not television presentable. Like, that's why Nicki Minaj was blacklisted from going ever again, because she kind of made them look bad when she went. Um, so, yeah, Kanye's sources actually said uh, Kanye's team was not surprised by the decision. And honestly, Kanye probably didn't even care. He would only care if, like, North and, like, Saint were there and he could, like, give a speech about, like, Sunday service with them in the crowd. Or if, like, Kim and Pete were going so he could beat Skeet's ass. Uh, oh my god, maybe that's why he's banned. Kim banned him, you guys. Kim was going that night and she, she didn't want to see him in her power. To me, though, it was slightly shocking he was banned because the Grammys are clout chasers. And they want to stay the biggest music award show in the world because that's what they are. But to be honest, they're kind of like a dying show at this point. Uh, their ratings have gone down a lot. So every year they'll try to get like whoever's the biggest artist in the world. Like they've had like BTS and like Ariana Grande, like perform the certain years that they were the biggest just to bring in ratings they actually banned ariana from performing well, like in 2019 when she was like super big that year when like uh thank you next came out they banned her from performing because she like couldn't uh they oh it's because she didn't want to perform the song that the grammys wanted her to perform she wanted to perform seven rings they wanted her to perform like a like a ballad off of sweetener so she chose not to go and then they like made an announcement that like oh Arna Grande isn't coming anymore or performing because she couldn't put together a performance in time being so shady and like banning her from even coming and then she like clapped back at them but the gag is that they still used her to promote the show as if she was going but she wasn't so the Grammys like use anyone they can for clown Connie's like the biggest artist in the world right now like imagine if he won and gave a speech and like thanked Skeet on stage or like like that would just be the most clout the Grammys could get so I'm surprised they don't want him there. Like, oh my God, imagine if he gave a performance and like killed like a fake skeet on the stage. That would be insane. Like, I know it would be harassment, but it would be a moment. I could see his speech now. He would be like thanking skeet and calling him a child molester in the same breath and yelling at Hulu and Disney for controlling the narrative and calling Chris Jenner, Chris Jung-un and yelling at scolding his kids, Satan North, to go to Sunday service. But now that Kanye can't go... You know, he won't be busy that night, so he can watch the kids and Kim and Pete can go out for a day night at the Grammys. People are thinking, actually, that the biggest reason Kanye wasn't allowed to go to the Grammys was because of the um, concerns over the possible interactions that he could have with the host, which is Trevor Noah, who Kanye West called a slur in an Instagram post uh, regarding The Daily Show, where Trevor Noah spoke out against Kanye harassing Kim. Uh, Kanye made a post about him. I'm not going to say it, obviously, but uh, he was basically just calling Trevor Noah a slur for coming out against him and saying that like Trevor wasn't supporting fellow a fellow black man. And then Trevor responded saying um, how disappointed he is that Kanye would have called him that and that he is playing into like racist ideas of wanting to further split apart uh, a black men if they don't. Uh, fully agree on everything they should just always be there for each other support each other so trevor was just really disappointed with how he was playing everything out obviously they don't want them to interact and they really like trevor noah as the host and trevor does a great job so obviously they're not gonna tell trevor not to come over kanye west maybe that was a good idea because say like kanye did go there he's called out so many artists this year like he's put a poster with like billy eilish taylor swift like 
uh he's talking about Ariana Grande like like what if she goes like he is he could have beef with Trevor Noah if he sees him like what if Kim and Skeet go like he could potentially get in so many fights with so many people just because of how much he's acting up on social media there could fully be like a civil war at the grammys if kanye west is there and he gets on stage and starts some drama so it's probably the best that he is not going on with the uh current mindset of pain and peril that he's going through also if you didn't already know kanye west was banned from instagram for 24 hours because of what he called trevor Noah as well because it really was um a big deal that was last friday he's back now his timeout is over he sat in the corner and thought about what he did and he was given his access again but he's yet to post but i'm sure he's uh typing his fingers right now about to hit fire on about 15 posts and send it out to us speaking of typing your fingers there's a huge petition that everyone is signing online to get him now banned from coachella as well so Kanye's still set to perform right now uh in about three weeks even though billy eilish did not apologize to him for talking shit about travis scott um, but people want him banned and it's almost reached all of its signatures. I, they want it like half a million. It's at like 300,000 at least. It will probably get there. It like just started. I haven't signed it yet. I don't know if I want to sign it. Like, would you guys sign it? I kind of want to see him there. I kind of want him to have that moment. I think it's best he doesn't go to the Grammys, but I think he should perform at Coachella. He can really give us a artistic performance there. He can uh, put on Yaychella, not Baychella. This is Yaychella. He's literally going to do like a burning ritual of Pete Davidson of his face made of wood or something. And he can recreate him and Kim's wedding again with the Kim Kardashian lookalike. Oh my God. He can get like 20 Kim Kardashian lookalikes and like make them do something. Oh my God. Cause you know, there's a lot of Kim lookalike outs there. Anyway, he's going to give us a spectacle and a show. And I think I, I, I think I just need that moment. So I don't think we're going to sign it. And I don't see him getting banned because of all the money he's going to bring to Coachella. And after COVID, like I'm sure that festival is struggling and really want him there. There's also rumors that Travis Scott is going to make his comeback at Coachella, like on stage with Kanye, which w- if, if I knew he was, I would sign it because Travis Scott is disgusting and good luck to you if you're in that crowd and Travis Scott is performing. But yeah. So what can we learn from this? That there are consequences to your actions. And if you burn bridges, they will stay burned and it will come back to bite you. I mean, it is a free country, so you can say what you want, but that also means people can do what they want and block you from what they want to and cut you out. So really think about what you say and what you do and what you pick a fight with because there will be consequences. David says, love is like a rocket. Watch a blast off or not. Let's do a little Kim and Pete update and Kiki for the last part of the podcast. So I said or not because Pete Davidson's space flight is canceled. Blue balls, right? Blue origin, blue balls. So blue origin put out a statement that um, they said blue origin's 20th flight of new shepherd has shifted to Tuesday, March 29th. It was supposed to go on the 23rd where Pete was going to be the sixth passenger. But since it's on the 29th now, Pete can no longer join uh, the crew on the mission 
because he has like conflicting things going on that day that he can't get out of to, you know, take 11 minutes to go to space and prepare for. So they're going to announce the new person who is going to replace him. Wouldn't that be so funny if it was Kanye and he was like rubbing it in Pete's face that he went to space and he didn't. But Pete could just come back at him and be like, well, I went to Chicago's third birthday party and you didn't. So who's laughing now? But anyway, we know Pete is filming a movie right now. So he probably had a commitment with that. Maybe a few filming days uh, and had to and like couldn't miss when it was rescheduled. He's like really doing intense filming for his uh, horror movie that he's working on right now. I think it's called The Home. There's like photos of him with him like covered in blood smoking a cigarette on set so he's going hard on that film right now and probably just can't take too many days off that's really inconvenient that they like changed the flight i get mad when my flight gets delayed like 30 minutes so that's annoying that they changed their flight to space by like a whole week but yeah he's filming a movie then so he can't go and maybe him and kmr you know filming a movie too if you know what i mean that night so maybe he didn't want to reschedule that but it's probably for the best that he's not going he doesn't need to be doing all that he has a lot of great things going on in his life down here on earth so maybe this was a blessing in disguise also something going on with pete is that pete was hanging out with all the kardashian men and actually like the good ones he's hanging out with scott disick and travis barker at rain's baseball game which was so cute like all the boyfriends like went out that's a big step in their relationship we know he's met the sisters now he's getting close with the boyfriends and the bros going out to his baseball game and, like, Scott and Pete would be, like, a match made in heaven. Like, that's the type of content we need on the reality show. Imagine, like, the pranks and antics that they could pull, like, with Chloe. Uh, Pete, Pete would be such a good addition, you guys. We need it, and I'm glad they're getting closer. Okay, let's do a little Kim update. So, Kim, after telling the whole world to, like, just work and stop being poor, get off your lazy poor asses, uh, get off your stained futons with your Chick-fil-A sauce, she is getting sued by her workers, her maintenance staff. Um, so if you remember, all of Twitter was triggered by what uh, Kim said in the iconic, infamous Variety interview now, where she just told everyone to get up and work. But I guess it triggered her actual workers a lot because she's now actually getting sued by them for being basically a bad boss. Let me explain. So Kim Kardashian was sued in Los Angeles Superior Court on Monday by seven workers accusing her her of wage theft, retaliation, not paying them overtime, and just like basically poor work conditions. The complaint alleges that the cleaning and maintenance workers at her Santa Monica Mountains home weren't paid for any overtime hours, weren't given required meals and rest breaks, and didn't get any pay stub or documents related to employment. She was, like, keeping that from them. And then even more dramatically, the complaint alleges violations of child labor laws and that an individual was was fired for complaining about the unlawful working conditions, and they had, like, a bad interaction with Kim. The workers also claimed that Kim withheld 10% of their money for for taxes without reporting uh, their employment to the tax authorities. About the child labor laws, so specifically... Um, Andrew Ramirez, one of her maintenance staff, is suing her on behalf of himself and his son for $1,857.50 in sanctions. The former housekeeper uh, was apparently like work- working with his son there and she didn't like pay them, made him work overtime or something along those lines, I believe. And um, he basically now wants that money from her. And then he also wants uh, Kim to directly respond to him not any lawyers he wants to directly talk to kim and he wants a list of like any texts that kim sent him and all the video footage of him and his son on the property of kim's house to just like prove that they were in bad conditions and working overtime and what was kim's response to all of this she in you know true kim kardashian fashion 
she doesn't always uh she basically never if she's getting canceled brings it up or talks about it in a public space she like handles it on the low key maybe that's why how she's avoided getting completely canceled because she never makes a big fuss out of it she just like slyly you know pays them away handles them on the dl something that the clintons would do so basically she did not take responsibility and she said that it's the third party vendor that she went through to hire a maintenance staff from a company and it's their problem her spokesperson said these workers were hired and paid through a third-party vendor kim is not party to the agreement made between the vendor and their workers therefore she's not responsible for how the vendor manages their business which i mean is a pretty good defense like she's not lying if she's literally not the one hiring them or handling like handling their finances how could she be held responsible that made a lot of sense and i don't think the worker is going to get what he wants in this situation with kim i don't think she's even going to speak to him and she's way too busy she's too busy to be like handling these people's taxes and their pay stubs and all their conditions and stuff they kind of just work for her i don't think kim really had anything to do with this to be honest i do think it was the third party vendor's fault but that being said, if they do work at Kim's household, the way that she was not like checking up on them and making sure that everything was okay is definitely uh, not okay, in my opinion. If you're going to have people work for you and you know get the privilege of doing that and having people who are willing to do that, you should treat them with much more care. Like this is why some people don't just want to get off their asses and work because they you know weren't born ten prongs up the ladder like Kim was and have these have to have these blue collar jobs to barely make ends meet where they aren't always treated well by, you know, the top 1% who don't understand. So while I don't think this is Kim's fault, it does really reflect poorly on her, especially because the comments she just made, like she's like proving herself right. And that stupid comment made someone literally sue her. So if you guys were triggered by that comment, she's getting her comeuppance now. So what can we learn from this? I think respecting people putting in hard work in a work environment is extremely important, even if they aren't your technical employees or direct coworkers, people putting in their honest days of work under your supervision or in any vacancy near you need to be treated with respect and paid fairly they're out there making a living putting in their blood sweat and tears and just want to make their money get home to their family and like be respected so you have to give them the money they earn you guys should tip people pay them when they deserve it just give all workers who are working their asses off off their lazy asses the respect that they deserve Okay, you guys, well, thank you for hanging out with me today here at Pop Culture University. I hope you got some value from this as well as some tea and you got some laughs and you just enjoyed the whole vibe. Um, if you did, you could rate it on Spotify five star, share it to your friends, text your friends about it, post it on your story and let them know what they're missing. If they're missing the world's best podcast and make sure to tag me in it because i will definitely hit you guys up and let me know what you did for spring break i would genuinely love to know any of your opinions about any of this dm me on instagram i see those i go through them like at least once a day or every other day and respond so quickly and i always like repost people who put it on their story so any of that you can hit me up we can chill have a great chat but until then have a great week i'm so sorry that spring break is over it's hard for me too i'm like really tired right now and i have class in the morning I, f I forget that I even go to school sometimes. So the fact that I have to like wake up and strut through campus through campus tomorrow is fucked up. Uh, but I'll wear my little cute short shorts that I bought in Tampa and it'll make it worth it. It's also my cheat day tomorrow because I just got home from vacation. So I don't really need my beach body for a few more weeks until summer. So that will be fun tomorrow. That will get me through the day. I'll eat all my cravings that I've had over the past like month and a half trying to get that beach body. I posted a Tampa vlog. You guys should go watch it. It's so funny. I like dance on stripper poles and like... um 
dance with like go-go dancers and like see miss vangie and like you'll see the people i met and the food i ate and check it out uh it's on my instagram because tiktok took it down but yeah anyway have a great week and i love you guys and i will see you wednesday okay bye thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.